Welcome, you're listening to the Kick Knowledge Podcast. This is episode 8. My name is Steven Gilbers, and with me is... Zach Diaz. And, and we're two white boys who love to talk about hip-hop. <laughs> That's correct. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I think I'm getting kind of sick, but other than that, I'm good. I know you're yeah gonna be out of town this next week. We're recording this. What's what's the day? October thirtieth. But I know this next week. Yeah, day be before Halloween. Of, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be out of town. Where you're gonna be at? Um, <clears throat> Madison, Wisconsin. Oh wow. For, Good old uh, Madison, the Wisconsin. conference is new ways. Yeah, exactly. New ways of analyzing variation. It's a uh, like pretty much the biggest social linguistics conference in uh, the U.S. I guess. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna be you're at, going to Washington, actually, right? Yes, I'm gonna be in DC. DC. Well, I'm gonna be in Arlington, Virginia, but whatever. Oh, um, yeah, sure. For the Society of Music Theory conference. Nice. So yeah, we're gonna be. We've been extremely busy. <laughs> <laughs> the past yeah yeah you know, past few weeks but um I'm working on PhD applications right now you're busy you said you were teaching and uh, giving lectures and stuff yeah I, so. I taught a I, I taught a sort of um, I taught a class that I'm actually auditing but I taught it for a week because uh, it was like exactly um, what I also teach in uh, Back home, mm-hmm. um, so like phonology one hundred one, uh, nice kind of uh, stuff we not necessarily the stuff we talked about last week with Martin on the show. Yeah, yeah. But um, but still, it kind of that like phonology mm-hmm. linguistic stuff. Cool, cool. And uh, I did a guest lecture last week, last Thursday, on my research, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. A bunch of like uh, undergraduate NYU students showed up, and. Um, Seem to like it. Good questions. They asked me, um, oh, so you're studying East Coast and West Coast <coughs> hip-hop culture. Uh, when are you going to start Atlanta? <laughs> when are you going to start on Atlanta? And I was like, yeah. Oh, good question. That's so interesting, though, especially because it's like there's so much. You could look at, like, Atlanta or Houston or <coughs> I feel like there's, like, Bay Area. There's Chicago. It's true, like, each true. area, I feel like, kind of has their own... <coughs> Their like own even scene, Miami their or own something. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, Chicago. Mm-hmm. You had yeah. Well, Detroit, obviously. With, that's uh, right. That's right. Well, Shady and Dilla. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Dilla. I don't think we've talked about Dilla before on this show. I mean, have we, we, we don't. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realize now that that was sarcasm. <laughs> oh boy! Blame it on the delay in the Skype it's like connection. <laughs> Dilla and Eminem are like have been our first few episodes. Um. Pretty much, but, yeah. Um, In no way I don't know. related to I feel, personal. There's a part of me that's pop. like they're kind of big names, so it's like hard not to. In a way, sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's fair. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm obviously fair biased. I mean, it's like being huge fans of both of those, it's hard for me not to talk about them. But at the same time, exactly. it's like yeah. It'd be if, if like you have like a jazz podcast, and it's like. Miles Davis comes up all the time. It's like, well, yeah, Miles Davis is going to come up all the time. All the time. Or John Coltrane. Yeah, I mean, 
Like it's Miles Davis. They're pretty big names. Like, and you wouldn't want to talk about it every single episode, but still, it's just gonna just naturally gonna come up all the time. Oh, exactly. Because it's hard to avoid. Yeah, you know? no, I agree. I wanted to mention because Mass Appeal also released a a list of twenty five best rappers slash like rappers that are also producers. I don't oh, know really? if you saw that. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five best. No, yeah, it was 25 Best Rapper Producers of All Time. and right, Can you look it up and give me the list? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And to be honest, I didn't agree with a lot of it. <laughs> but I understand where they're coming from because it's like you're trying to compare... In the sense like, of the order? Yeah, what's well, weird because it's like... There are times where it's like... I understand because it's like maybe they're a really good producer but not the best rapper... And vice versa, like maybe they're like a really good rapper, but not the best producer. And it's like right. they're trying okay, to like balance so someone, your number one? someone who's like the both both the best rapper and producer. I honestly think. Yeah. So, who would you say for like, me? Uh, it would be Jay Dilla is probably your favorite producer, but you can't argue he's your favorite rapper. Though, I don't know, man. Though he's really fucking underrated as a rapper, though. Like I know he didn't do yeah, as much. He... I mean. On his on J Lab, yeah. Well, on his his a couple of his solo albums, like other than Donuts, like he did a lot of rapping, and and then some on uh, Slum Village, I think. That's true. But um. Yeah, that's true. And he's fucking incredible rapper, but I don't know. It's it's hard for me to argue that because it's it's like people don't know him as a rapper. But I would say maybe maybe Madlib because I or like him like as Quasimodo, mm. you know, like that solo. Yeah, that, yeah, I can't speak. That whole sort of like persona. I was just listening to Quasimodo this like past week. I would listen to like the Unseen and all that. It's so good. I totally forgot how good <laughs> um, the Unseen is. But um, the, or MF Doom. I feel like I people think... forget like how like MF Doom is like also a producer as well as a rapper because right, he collabs right, a lot. Right, right. And he has like his whole. And I think more people like has. Yeah, more people have kind of a better idea of MF Doom as a rapper, but his his beats are so like his whole special herbs um, beat tape, like the whole like set or whatever, like the special herb set. Like I've I've binge listened, which I that should be a thing, you know, because people binge watch. You know, they'll binge yeah. watch entire seasons. Like, and I've yeah, done that you can before. Binge listen to something. I've yeah, binge listened uh, like pretty much all of like. MF Doom's beats and they're all like yeah. oh, fuck they're so good like so him like MF Doom I would say is definitely up there I don't I don't right. know if he's even on I, would, I, I would think he's probably on this go list. for I'd have to go for Kanye like yes I would I would I, think, I would have also had them for one yes. I, I for one I think Kanye's underrated in terms of his rapping skills because I actually think he's he's one of my favorite. He's one. He's definitely one of my favorite hip hop artists. So uh, the only reason, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He's also so uh, quite high on my list of favorite rappers. Not because he's technically the best rapper, but because what he raps about, uh, like his style, his his voice, um, mm. the versatility of of him. Not in terms of skill necessarily, but in terms of like topics and. I know um, he's changed his flow over time. I really appreciate him for that as well. And obviously, he's a great producer. He's just influenced the game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, oh, yeah, the hip-hop games. Well, so, the only reason so, so why much. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't put him on my list. Like, the only reason why I didn't mention him is because it's, like, these past couple albums with, like, Yeezus and Life of Pablo, like, just some of the lyrics and, like, just the way he raps is just, like... Production-wise, I've actually really enjoyed both of them, but, like, rapping-wise, it's, like, there's some lyrics and just flows that I'm just, like... Ugh, like, they're just not... I just yeah, don't vibe with them at all. There's... Uh, a little lack of a little bit of a lack of um, quality control in terms of lyrics sometimes mm-hmm. it's like too many yes men in the studio in terms of lyrics mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. um, plus of course he's he works with a lot of other writers uh, in terms of production and <laughs> oh my rap, god right? I just thought it was like really funny oh that's so stupid like Kanye is like <laughs> Kanye is like the George Lucas of hip hop Cause like, <laughs> like you have his original trilogy of like, uh, shit like late registration and college dropout, the college dro- dropout, graduation, which are just, a, just solid. Like all three are like some of the best hip hop albums ever. And then you have yeah. these late, like later when he gets into the game, maybe just discounting 808s and Heartbreak because I I really love that album, just on its own, but that it's just. And then after that, like, I'm, I'm kind of looking past, like, 808s and Heartbreak, and then uh, My Beautiful Dark Tours of Fantasy, which I think are, are still great. They're just kind of different, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, he becomes this kind of, he has his whole ego thing that he becomes obsessed with. And then he surrounds himself <laughs> with all these yes-men, and then he makes, like, the Star Wars prequel version of, like, hip-hop albums <laughs> with, like, Yeezus and... You know what Life the Pablo. funny thing is? I'm going to get a lot of shit like, for this because some people are going to like... No, man. I, I feel like Kanye would say, I'm the Walt Disney. I'm the new... I'm the new Steven Spielberg. I'm the new G- George Lucas. Like, he could actually say this. Oh, yeah. I, 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 honestly, I don't... He might have actually said that. I don't even know. I'm the new Pablo but, Picasso. I'm the new yeah. George Lucas. I'm the new Steve Jobs. And it's so weird, like, because, like, a lot of people, like, when they talk about, like, the Star Wars prequels, they'll always mention how, like, was, like George Lucas was just surrounded by Yes Men who just kind of let him do whatever, and because of that, it just turned into this shit show of the prequels. Which, personally... <laughs> Like, I mean, since I kind of grew up with those movies, like, I don't absolutely hate them as much as, like, other Star Wars fans, but no. I understand why they get a I remember a lot of shit. seeing the first one in the, in the cinema. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um... But I just thought, like, that's a really weird comparison that I don't know if... Kai is entirely... George Lucas. Alright, uh, alright, alright. I just think it's well, funny, too, because it's like you have Anyway, the original... what's the list? I want to know the list. Okay, anyway, getting to the list, this stupid comparison. I'm going to shut up. But anyway, going to the, going through this list. Okay, so number 25, and I understand why they 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 did it, but number 25 is Dr. Dre. So he's That's at fair, because he's not really a rapper. Because I honestly... Not good. <laughs> he's, he's not a very good, <laughs> good rapper, good to be completely not honest. Good. Like, at least for me personally. Like, I mean... But it's Dr. Dre, oh, he's yeah. one of the in most influential guys in the I think the, it's interesting in to kind of see like guys like um, him or um, maybe guys like Rick Rubin or kind of like the early kind of generation of hip-hop producers. You can even go back to like even earlier like guys like yeah. um, Larry Smith who produced for like Curtis Blow and all that. Um, right, right, right. 
be... I'm trying to think of who else. Like, Russell Simmons, maybe. Um... Yeah, like, that whole generation, I feel like that whole generation of hip-hop producing or production, I feel like Dr. Dre is kind of on the, the tail end of that sort of whole generation. Is a little bit different than, like, what we currently think of as, or what we currently think of, of like, what a sure. hip-hop producer is. Because that, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. where those guys come from is, at that point, they were just still trying to figure out, like, what hip-hop production is. Just period. You mm -hmm. know? Like, okay, if we're going to produce a hip-hop track, what does that sound like? What is that supposed to sound like? What do we want that to sound it's, uh, like? It's before the MPC. Yeah. It's before the MPC came you'd, out. Yeah, you'd like even I call mean, it like... I think if yeah. we think about hip-hop production, we think about programming with a, with an MPC, sample, chopping. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't really like that before before that technology came. Before the uh, MPC came, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think it was much more loop based, and yeah. it was just vinyl. It was like yeah, I know. I remember I watched vinyl uh, sampling, and yeah, like I think I watched like a documentary where we were talking. They were talking about. Uh, it was they were talking. It was a Beastie Boys interview, I think, where they were talking about with License to Ill. That was all on like, um, just like loops on like magnetic tape. Like that's how they sampled. Like yeah, that was a yeah, four. Yeah. The like four the MPC, track. and then by the time they got to like Paul's boutique, then the, like the first MPC came out, and then that's when that started being implemented. But um, I think I want to say Dre used like the SB twelve hundred. I think which so. is like an early yeah, yeah, yeah. sampler from like the 80s that was like not completely you can only like sample like five seconds of audio or something like when you think of guys like dr dre or rick rubin you don't think of like their beat tapes or anything you know what i'm saying like that's that because that was before that even was like a thing you know like they were before that time so anyway yeah. number 24 um so number 24 is mac miller which yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which I know you might think is kind of bullshit. I think I actually think as a producer, he's really, really, really solid. I would not put him above Dr. Dre in any sense. But um, I that's think it's it's like that's the problem with putting Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in the top ten. That means that you're 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 willing to say that there's twenty four people. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just I gonna put like Dr. Dre higher than Mac Miller. Oh I'm yeah. Gonna... I mean, I think as a like, I, I guess I never really thought of Mac Miller as a producer, even though I knew he was a. Mm. I just. Well, I think he's yeah more on me than on Mac Miller. Like his his mass appeal ep or his rhythm roulette episode, Mac Miller's rhythm roulette, the rhythm roulette episode that was, was like, like really really cool, but um. Wasn't that like in his at his parents' house or something? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was funny. But, um, yeah, I think so. I think his dad walked in or something, uh, or his mom. <laughs> but a yeah, funny episode. But I, I certainly would not put him above Dr. Dre by any means. Yeah, but he's not I think he's probably a better it. rapper than Dr. Dre. But, but that's no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I would not do that. Um, number twenty-three going to number twenty-three is Madlib, which yeah, I think that well, should be was way higher. Because I mean, number one, so. he hasn't done. Yeah, it's because it's like, I guess it's just because people don't know him as a rapper, you know. And I know after, like before, like pre Jay Dilla, like I think before Jay Dilla died, like he kind of rapped both under the name Madlib and 
Quasimodo because Quasimodo was kind of his side, mm-hmm. like alter ego type project. So that, but then I know I think like I think it was after Jay Dilla passed, he didn't rap anymore because him and and Jay Dilla did yeah, that yeah. whole like the J Lib project, the whole uh, Champion Sound, and after that like he just didn't rap after that because like that that was a big hit on him personally, but um yeah so I guess like people don't think of him as like also a rapper and then because of that they, they just kind of like discredit him I guess I mean mm-hmm. they're still putting him on the list you know and like I would say like I mean, I, I, mean I, I know I would personally put him way higher but I understand where they're coming from you know um, so yeah moving on uh, number 22 is David right. Banner um, yeah like personally like I don't know if I'd put him above both Dr. Dre and Madeline. But I I think it's really, really solid. Like, when it comes to, like, skills both as a rapper and producer. Definitely. Like, he has both, like, really solid skills. So I, I, I get where they're coming from. Uh, number 21 is Large, profe- yeah, large Professor. Yeah, I cannot. Large Professor. Whoa. Large Professor. <laughs> Which I'm like... Eh, I don't... I'm just like, okay. Um... Number twenty is uh, Juicy J. Wait, uh, really? Is Juicy J? Is he? That's Three Six Mafia. Yeah. Yeah, but would you, would you? I'm just the. Oh, this is just this. This is a weird list. Yeah. It's just weird because they put Dr. Dre on twenty five, so like everyone that we've mentioned so far might very well deserve to be on this list. It's just that. Wait, yeah, the number I don't Dre as a, as an overall package is that fair? Like, okay, and then like putting Doctor Dre on twenty five is like this attempt to make a a hot take or something. Kind of, even yeah. though it's well, undebatable that he's top five. Yeah. Well, I don't um, know. Like, should be higher than twenty five at least. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, number yeah, number nineteen is Diamond D. Who I haven't listened to a whole lot of, but I definitely no, know. Either. Sure, is, is solid. So I like I don't, I don't really have anything to comment on that. Uh, Big Crit, which like I'm talking about, like as both a rapper and producer, he's fucking incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Number seventeen is Pharrell. That's low. That's low. I think. Ah. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like as a producer, like he should be definitely up. But as a rapper, I don't. I don't personally think of him as. I think of, I don't know. I mean, I I haven't heard a lot of his. Pharrell's a pretty good MC, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, is like personally, I haven't heard a whole lot of his his rapping stuff. So, I, I guess I can't really comment on that. No, as, as, per, as, little, as a, a producer, there's totally. a s- singing element in in it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. Like obviously a song like "Happy" or something is not rapping, but like, um, like he's done a like these feature like NERD stuff. That's that's there's some rapping on there, but there's a lot of like singing melodic elements in there. So it's hard to say is it rapping, is it singing, what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would put him higher. And then number sixteen is Lord Finesse. Huh. Which, kind of the same thing, like, I haven't listened to a whole lot of his, like, discography, but, uh, like, I'm glad to see that he's on, mm-hmm. you know, on the list. Um, number 15 is J. Cole. Uh, 
Right. But yeah, I think he's like super underrated. Well, I wouldn't say he's underrated because I feel like a lot of people, when they talk about J. Cole, they talk about him both as a rapper and producer. But um, specifically, oh, God. But he produces a lot of his own beats. Like a lot yeah, of yeah. them. And Actually, has done so from the start of his pretty much, yeah. career. I think this is the right song. G-O-M-D. Get all my dick um, paid. Oh, with the slave. Yeah, I love Ooh. the sample on that. And the way it builds up is it's so brilliant. Like, just musically, like, it's so cool. That the way it's album? Structured. Like, I could literally... Uh, yeah, that album, 2014 too. Whole, Forest Hill Drive, that, that was... Yeah. There is some... It's a bit hit or miss, the tracks on there, but... Mm. No role models and get on my dick. Damn, I had those two tracks on repeat, basically, when they came Mm. out. I remember writing my master's thesis, um, like the whole thesis in like a few nights in a row. Just sort of, and that album came on and I just worked until like 8 a.m. in the morning, then went to sleep and then (laughs) worked again from 2 2 p.m. in the afternoon and was oh, like Lord. that for like the soundtrack to that process was a lot of it was uh, was uh, a bunch of J Cole <laughs> tracks so yeah, I appreciate yeah. him for that he helped me through my uh, master's thesis nice <laughs> Steven's master's thesis was sponsored by Get Off My Dick and <laughs> J Cole models by J Cole <laughs> <laughs> oh my god then moving on we got right. number fourteen Scarface we got Scarface uh, number fourteen mm-hmm. All right. Um, which yeah, like people, like Scarface is like, yeah, like his whole discography and I like the shit that he did with Ghetto Boys is just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't really, mm-hmm. <laughs> other than to just say like yeah, like yeah, he should be on this list. I'm glad to just see his name. Period. But, um, <laughs> Good. I agree. Yeah, and the and the the article they link Ghetto Boys mine. Yeah, mind playing tricks on me, which yeah, that beat is like a classic. Just the beat itself is like a, a it's a freaking classic. So glad to see that. Uh, number thirteen, Tyler the Creator. Yeah, oh, I don't know yeah. if I put him higher than Scarface, but or any of these guys. Really, I'm, I'm surprised that he's this high on the list, to be honest. But but I mean, both as a rapper and a producer, especially with his his most recent album, is oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, well, I mean, so, we so, talked so about that in um, like the second episode of Kick Knowledge. It's weird. <sighs> that was good. Like yeah, yeah, it's weird. If it if it wasn't for his most recent album, if I saw his name on here, I'd be like, no, like he doesn't even need to be on this this list. But because of uh, because of Flower Boy. And just how insanely good that album was. Like, I'm just like, yeah, no, he needs to be on yeah. here. Number, oh man. Number 12 is LP. It's really cool too because it's like a lot of his, like, I can I, I can talk about LP more than most other producers because I like listen to a lot of his shit. And um, it just, what's fascinating to me about, about LP is like, he kind of has this like raw, I always compare it to like Public mm. Enemy or like The Bomb Squad. Like that kind of sound, mm. just that raw, hardcore sound. But then he he does instead of doing it with like drum samples and and 
sort of raw vinyl samples and stuff like that. He does it with like synths and drum machines and and other stuff that like and and to me it's just mind blowing that it's like it has that same feel, but it's instead of using, I guess more traditional. Um, Mm-hmm. Hip hop related sounds, I guess. I guess you could say like funky drummer or something. Like he uses just like eight oh eights and yeah, that's um, cool. Like I know he uses like the the Moog synthesizer and like all all kinds of stuff. It's just as someone who's really into synths too, like into electronic music and synthesizers and stuff. I got my like Roland JDXI like, <laughs> right next to me. But, um, that's dope. But yeah, like man, like I love his shit so much. So anyway, LP's okay, on twelve. On. Uh, no, LP's on twelve. Number eleven is Eric Sermon of EPMD. I think that's right. Yeah, oh. EPMD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah, like he's super, super underrated. Actually, like once again, I don't know if I would put him this high on the list, but I'm. I'm it's one of those things. Like I'm glad to see him on the list. Period. Um. Mm-hmm. Number ten is Eminem, and I feel like he gets that high of a of of a credit just because of, as a rapper, like, like <laughs> obviously, like he's literally one of the the best, like one of the greatest. Period. In terms of like rapping, you know what? I might have put Eminem. I might have put Eminem higher. Cause. There's this one style of beats that he does really well. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about, like, beats like Lose Yourself, Sing for the Moment. Um, basically, most of the Eminem show mm-hmm. was uh, at least co- co-produced by Eminem. Mm-hmm. There's this idea that Eminem is, is, like, produced by Dr. Dre all the time. But mm-hmm. there really, there's only a few songs in his discography that are actually Dr. Dre produced rather than executive produced a lot of it is uh uh the bass brothers and louis resto on the keys mm-hmm. and and eminem himself actually i think well i think 10 is deserved i like my personal taste would make him be higher on the list okay but i think it's mo like it's the only problem with this list, though, if you put Eminem on 10 mostly for his rapping skills and the fact that he's also a solid producer, then why is Dr. Dre 25? That's the only one that I find, like, really... Because I understand where they're coming from that in terms of, That doesn't make like, any sense. Just in terms of, like, rapping, because I really don't think, like, like Dr. Dre is, like, really that good of a rapper, just in general. But, um... But, no, yeah. But that's he's a, okay. He's good enough to where I feel like he should be higher, though. To be honest, I, I feel yeah. like... I feel like he's better than Mac Miller, because I've never been a huge Mac Miller fan. But whatever, that's just me. Um, number nine is is Dilla, is Jay Dilla. <laughs> um, yeah, coincidentally. That's our two guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Detroit. And yeah, I I agree with that one hundred and ten percent. I don't know if rapping wise, I don't. I obviously wouldn't put him above Eminem, but I also think he's like a super underrated rapper. Like, and people. When th- people think of Jay Dilla, they obviously think of his beats, but they don't really think of him as a rapper. And he's he kills it as a rapper. Like if you go through specifically his album, that's true. Uh, that's true. His album Rough Draft, which 
the whole history behind that album is kind of weird because it's like I think he was gonna release it. I'm trying to remember. It's got a weird history because it's like he was gonna release it in like 2003 and then it didn't get released because of some reason. I could be wrong actually. Hold on. I always get so nervous when I'm like talking about specific dates or something. Because <laughs> it's just like, I, I mean, I can't remember every single specific date. And like, I feel like I'm going to get something wrong and someone's going to be like, oh, I'm actually, push his glasses up, you know. Actually. <laughs> oh no, it was released as, a, as an EP in 2003. And it was reissued yeah. okay, in 2007, that's right. But yeah, there's just, there's some killer tracks on that, and then his his first technically first um like solo album, Welcome to Detroit, where he's got some like he has a song called Fuck the Pol- Fuck the Police, like his, his own version of Fuck the Police, I guess I'd say. <laughs> that's that's it's I, in my opinion is like just as could be considered just as much of an anthem, I guess you could say as NWA's. Fuck the police. And people could argue with me on that, but but yeah, that's a, that's a really really solid trick. Yes, and I agree a hundred ten percent with him being the psi. On the okay, list. Okay, yes. moving on. Right? Number, number eight. eight. Number eight is Doom. MF Doom. Which, like oh, I've already right. stated earlier, like I completely agree. I'm glad that to see him on the list. Period. Um. A lot I feel of like kinda... the list is getting better the 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 higher up, like the more. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, not better, like more accurate. The, yeah. The higher we get. Um. I feel like a lot of people kind of like made fun of his um. Sort of made fun of his whole like style. What was there was this one meme that was growing around of like. It was like oh my god! It was really funny. It was of um. It was like, it said like, it was like a Twitter screenshot. It was just like, MF Doom, colon. And it was just him, like, MF Doom just going like, Zip Bop Scoobity eating Cheetos. Zip Bop Scoobity eating Doritos. And then it, it was like, it was like white, white teenagers. And it was just like this face of like, ugh. Like, and I was laughing mostly because it was like, that was me. Like, that's insanely accurate. That was you. <laughs> so, so recognizable. Oh, but yeah. He's kind of like the way he raps is 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 very, um, has a very distinct, I would say, sound and cadence to it. But I'm I'm glad to see him that high. I gotta say, Zach. I gotta say, you are you are definitely the king of making fun of rap flows. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, Last like a like last time I think or maybe two weeks ago you had like a. Something, 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 cat. Something, 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 I cat. Got, something, I got, something. Yeah, and now yeah. you got zippity, zippity Cheetos. <laughs> well, I kind of got that from uh, from from Donald Glover because in his um, stand up special, he talks about that where he's like <laughs> talking about like oh, how man. old rap oh, is just like I went to the hat store <laughs> and I bought myself a hat. Like it's like super cheesy. <laughs> Like I love Tom. Oh Glover my god! Show. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, the, the 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 best part of that show is like, uh, in the background, I think it says, 
not Donald Glover, but it's a Don Glover. Spelled, yeah, Don Glover. Yeah, without a space. <laughs> oh man, that's oh, that's so good. Ah, oh, that show is so good. Anyway, yes. Ooh, I wonder if he's on the list. Uh, Wait, on. I don't think he is, but um, hmm. yeah, he's not. Should Sorry, be, maybe. Um, he's number number seven. Um, number seven is DJ Quick, and ah, yeah, I would say as a producer, I would definitely considering agree with that. But rapping wise, I mean, personally, I've never been a fan of his rapping. I feel I feel and like you can't put DJ Quick, also like West Coast, on number seven, seven. <clears throat> And I mean, then put. I don't know. Uh, from, can't I've deal only with listened this to like list with, because of Dr. Dre on twenty five. I know. I'm just like, what the fuck. But um, I would say. I mean, I've only listened. to, I think like one or two albums by DJ Quick, and the, what I have heard is very kind of stereotypical, like early that like hardcore, G funk, whatever you want to call it, gangsta rap, where it's like. I don't know, like, I'm trying to remember the album that I listened to, like, not too long ago. I think it was just a couple weeks ago. Uh, what is it called? Yeah, DJ Quick. What is it called? Uh, yeah, Safe and Sound. Mm. That's what I listened to the other day. And, like, the way he rapped, I don't know, it's just very stereotypical. He talks about, like, fucking bitches and how big his dick is, and I'm like... What? Like, whenever I hear that, so in the any existential, rap song ever, like existential hip hop, basically, like philo- philosophical stuff. What? <laughs> what? You're talking about the meaning <laughs> Are you of life, the, the fucking bitches, meaning of life, the size of your meaning dick. life. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, whenever I just hear like really stereotypical, <laughs> you're like generic stuff like that. I'm getting you with my sarcasm. Like, like you're really slow yeah. with the sarcasm. Your sarcasm <laughs> detector is very, very I'm laggy sorry, today, sorry. Zach. I've had one too many of these. So. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I, I just I'm not a, personally like a huge fan of his rapping. But pr- production wise, fair enough. I agree, hundred percent. Man, no, I agree with you though with the Dr. Dre thing. I'm like. What? Like, it doesn't. Why doesn't is, make sense? Why though? I feel yeah, like these. Weird. Yeah, that's why I said like this is like a hot take list. Like, mm-hmm. we're gonna put Doctor Dre uh, on twenty five. All right. So who's number six? Uh, number six is Havoc of Mob Deep. Mm, oh yeah, um, definitely. And it's so crazy. Like that um, is well deserved. It's interesting. For Shook Ones um, alone, I think that is deserved. Yeah, Shook Ones. Shook Ones Shook Ones Part 2 is like, whenever I talk to anyone either on, just on any like internet forum, like Reddit or even like SoundCloud or, or wherever, like whenever we talk about, okay, like what's your favorite beat? Or like, what's the best hip hop beat? Like someone... Will say Shook Ones It's two. not even just someone, like a group of people will say Shook Ones Part 2. Yeah. It's so I'm iconic. Like, it's they such will, an iconic They beat. would just... Yeah, and it's like I've seen it so much that like like there's a part of me that's like maybe there is something to this, and like the more I go back and listen to it, the more I'm like, no, no, I, I kind of I kind of understand. You know the thing but, with with uh, with shook ones is that um, it's first of all in terms of sampling, it's brilliant. 
because it's like it's a very slowed down piano loop and mm-hmm. slowed down in different ways to form the melody like this so you get this really mm-hmm. sort of um like this kind of how do you say like this drawling there's like a drawl in the piano or something like it's it's dragging on there's something really eerie the about this sample yeah the sample i believe is herbie hancock i think so I yeah i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it's herbie hancock and then um, and then apart like apart from the like the how the drums are mixed um that is i feel like that's influenced like late 90s hip-hop in terms of the sound of the snare stuff like that and then if you just l- listen to the aesthetic of it like and then listen to like the marshall mathers lp for instance mm-hmm. like you can definitely oh, yeah, hear the totally. influence there um, yeah that's, that's it's got this sim- similar sort of color palette i don't know i don't know how to describe it like like if I had synesthesia, I'm pretty sure that like Mob Deep would have like Shook Ones would have similar colors to, I don't know, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's it's very much that it's been so influential. Plus, the beat was central in Eight Mile, which yeah. added to its cultural significance um, even mm-hmm. after the '90s. So it's not just an icon of like 90s New York boom bap anymore but it's an icon of authentic hip hop now like it's mm-hmm. a that's right so Havoc definitely deserves that because Havoc is a is a great rapper too yeah number five Pimp C uh, oh. DGK I would oh, I, I thought would, he was he was like, there already both... he was on that no he wasn't no he oh Juicy um, J was on there yeah both him yeah yeah, yeah. both him and yeah I guess I would say like Juicy J and then guys like Scarface like really kind of solidified the whole like Houston hip hop yep. sound he's originally from Port Arthur actually um oh, I just have like a personal like like whenever I see like like a either from Houston or Dallas like hip hop artists I'm like yay there's yeah yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah totally you gotta like, represent Zach you're from Texas yeah yeah totally I mean there's not a lot yeah. of, like in terms of politics and stuff there's not a lot to be proud of in, like, mm-hmm. in Texas so but, I mean, you got yeah, yeah. you gotta take what you can get you know and there's some the Houston hip hop scene though fucking hip hop culture going yeah. on in, in the south oh yeah totally and, and now yeah. I'm not I don't live in Houston but I live relatively close to Houston yeah and with all of like just sort of the producers and rappers that I've had, I've had contact with in the city I live in, like it's just this, it's a lot of Houston transfers, you know, and it's like that Houston culture and sound, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's like I wouldn't say that I like I'm totally within like no, you're very familiar like, with the, it. Sort of like the Houston hip hop sound, I guess you could say, but but yeah, like I'm and I'm glad to see that like UGK and. Yeah, like Pimp C and Scarface, like they're they're getting some some credit on this list. Moving on, number four, and I agree with this a thousand percent, is RZA. Um, yeah, yeah, RZA, fucking, Jesus. Yeah, I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even realize he wasn't on the list, but he should be this high. Yeah, yeah he's man. definitely top five. Like, it's RZA's it's top five. it's weird. Like with Wu Tang, like it's like they have their own sound, and it it sort of comes from that kind of like 
East Coast boom bap type sound, but even still, it's like it's its own sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the Wu Tang, like a Wu Tang beat, like has its own. Like it's gonna have some sort of like kung fu movie sample or something. Like it just has its exactly. own exactly or to it. But not even that, like, because that's like a gimmick of those beats. Like, uh, it's almost like a producer call out nowadays. Like. Mother on the beat. Like if you hear like uh, like a kung fu sound, you know it's Wu Tang. But it's more it's more than just that. It's just mm-hmm. there's I don't know. There's it's it's the way of chopping the samples. It's the type of samples. It's um, like of course whenever RZA, RZA, whenever I'm four, making three, my what is he number four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. number four. Yeah. Um, yeah, like with my own beats that I make, like I usually use just like drums from like. It's like Wu-Tang drum kit or something. I don't even know if it was like the actual sounds are from RZA or anyone in Wu-Tang, but it's just that sound. They just you know? sound like... Like, I just use it all the time anyway, yeah. just because I love that type of drum sound. Uh, number three number is kind of surprising, but I'm happy to see... I'm happy to see her on the list is Missy Elliott. Um, ah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see her... I mean, I haven't really. Th- I feel bad because this like, high though. No, I above I, RZA. Is that I don't fair? know. Like as a rapper, I would definitely agree with that, and I'm really happy to see her like that high on the list. Production definitely. wise, yeah. I, it's one of those things like I haven't really like thought of that much, and I feel bad, kind of, for not thinking about it that much. Hmm. But um, yeah, like I'm, I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel I, I don't know how to address this without sounding like, without sounding kind of like weirdly, like I don't know, sexist or something. Like I'm, I'm just happy to see her on the list, you know. Get to the last weekend's conversation. <laughs> yeah, like I really like I don't. I'm just I'm really happy, but I like I'm not in ter- in terms of like production stuff. I'm not 100 percent familiar with that side of it so i'm just like okay i think she deserves to be on the list the the problem i have with the list so far is the order Mm -hmm. not so much the names Mm -hmm. names are pretty solid yeah yeah number two number two is kanye west number two i was so expecting him to be number one no, well, I, I'm, I'm thinking. Really, I, actually, I'm really thinking. Who's, I'm really happy who's with who number, number one, one is, and I will get to that. But okay, so yeah, number two, Kanye. Yeah, like, like what I said earlier. Like, if it wasn't for his like most recent, like, the rapping on his most recent albums, I would definitely put him on my list. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I mean, Nas with, has some some lesser albums as well, and still you'd consider Nas one of the greatest of all time in terms mm-hmm. of rapping, right? So oh, yeah, totally. That's totally. fine. There's also some really cool lines on the latest Kanye work. It's just like some of them feel a little rushed in terms of lyrics. But yeah, Kanye is insane in terms of his effect, his influence, his innovation, or... I don't know. Just he's one of my favorite artists, so can't yeah, front on totally. this. Can number front. yes, number one, number one. I'm just really fucking happy to see this name, especially this high. I mean, it's up for debate whether it should be number one, 
I'm so confused. What? I can't think of. I can't think of it. Okay, I just want you I'm to guess. Really, just guess. I'm gonna. Oh no, I can't guess. I can't even. Can you give me a hint, <laughs> like a subtle hint? Because I feel like I'm. I'm missing the totally obvious here. Q-tip. Yep. It's Q-tip. Mm-hmm. That's fair. He should be up there. I don't know if I when put we're him talking number about. One. When we're talking but about Q-tip was were... in like the early '90s, considered the greatest rapper uh, alive. Mm-hmm. Like early '90s, people thought yeah. Q-tip was the best rapper, mm-hmm. and he's just a consistently dope producer. Yeah, like and it's Be weird because it like, like people... on a Tribe Called Quest, on on Illmatic, on Janet Jackson's album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know yeah, Q-tip. Oh man, I can't can't. I... I'm so happy that I at least I, I after one because like a small hint I could figure out it was Q-tip. But damn, yeah, he should be on there. Because it's when Definitely. we're talking about people who are good both as rappers and producers. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like he's 100 percent on both. Like, like the whole like jazz rap sound is partially due to his his production. You know, like yeah, like I'm just I'm just like like when I first saw that I was like. I just, like, I guess I wasn't expecting it. I was like, what? But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking... Yeah, if, I actually kind of... Yeah, I agree. I like that, you know? Now I've heard this list, if my... Based on this, my top... My my personal top five, which is... I'm not claiming this is objectively the best list, but... I, t- I tend to say that my opinions are objectively the best opinions. <laughs> but, yeah. but right now, I'm going to admit there is some personal taste in there. <clears throat> um, I would say... I actually think Q-Tip is a fair fair number one in terms of like his rapping and his producing abilities. Um, because they're both high. Mm-hmm. But my personal top five would be Dr. Dre number five... He would have been higher if he was a little bit of a, like, as a rapper, a little bit better. But at the same time, he's, he's been so consistent, consistently influential in the game. Dr. Dre needs to be in the top five for me. Mm -hmm. Then I'd put Eminem on number four, but that's really because his style has produced a bunch of songs that I love so, so much in terms of producing, rapping, obviously. Um, but also he made Encore, so I can't put him higher. Like, that was not a good album in terms of beats and lyrics. Um, then I would put... I'm kind of bummed a little Rizza, bit that... Rizza, yeah. Q-Tip, kinda, and Kanye. Okay. That's okay. my top five then i guess i'm kind of bummed a little bit that ninth wonder wasn't on the list but i think he really hasn't rapped that much no if any like i think i think he has on um the group that he was in was it little brother like i think he might have i don't remember Mm, i don't remember either it wasn't that notable then i guess yeah definitely no (laughs) q-tip yeah yeah Oh man, I probably would have forgotten about Q-Tip uh, if it was. But I think it's really good to point out Q-Tip because it's like, even with 
I don't know. Even with like albums like the Renaissance, his solo album, the Renaissance, mm. like he's, it's like him. That's with him holding like, the MPC, his head right? Is replaced yeah, with, that, yeah, yeah. His head with is an MPC, yeah. like you know, like yeah, the drum computer, yeah, sample. It's computer. like when you think of yeah, Q-Tip. It's like it's sort of like you don't think of him producing for some reason. I think that like, I of, think the problem with that that's something weird. I always have when I make these lists. It's like you know who's. Um, not included on best rapper of all time lists. Black Thought. Why? Because he's the roots. And you yeah. don't think of Black Thought as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think Andre of him as, as part of the roots? mentioned quite a bit, but he's part of Outcast, so mm-hmm. you don't. It's you forget about him. Mm-hmm. Q-Tip. You don't think about him because he's a Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. You forget his, like. He's part um, of a group. There's yeah. a bunch of these rappers that are part of a collective. Um, like you might forget like Havoc or mm-hmm. something because he's part of Mob Deep and it's registered in your head as Mob Deep but then um, for some reason I always go for the solo artists uh, when I think of lists and that's mm-hmm. actually dumb because I mean lyrically speaking Black Thought is one of the agreed agreed best of all time agreed. and um, like in terms of put- yeah I don't know I don't know. Would you actually? Would you? Would, could we consider Lauren Hill for this list? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know if she's technically a producer, but she's definitely a songwriter. Yeah. So what, what, how do we define producer? Who produced uh, Miseducation? Look that up. I feel like. I mean, she definitely wrote the songs. Yeah. So, like, how do you define producer? Even like. In hip-hop, it's, it's kind of a weird question, term. The producer used to yeah. not be the composer, but in hip-hop, producers are the composers. So then if someone is the composer of a hip-hop this track, is like the biggest question. Does that make him or her? Yeah, like this is the biggest question, especially like with my own um, research, I guess. Uh, I mean, she produced a good amount of it. Yeah, pretty much almost all of it. And then, then it's unacceptable that she's not even on the list. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Because that's just a classic album in terms of lyrics yeah. and beats. I do. So, I I am very. Just saying. Pertinent. I'm just very. Saying. We're not sexist because we do think Lauren Hill should also. Well, be I'm on very <laughs> adamant about. I feel like there is kind of a difference between like a producer and a beat maker in in certain contexts because it's like because mm. the way the, the the whole term producer kind of came about especially within just like popular music in general is like it was the guy behind the boards you know that yeah. was like suggesting like if you like for example like you look at like the Beatles like George Martin was like yeah, he or was like the Quincy producer Jones or... or Quincy Jones, yeah. like, and they were so massively influential in terms of like the sounds yeah. of those. Whether it's like Michael Jackson, but they didn't necessarily write the song exactly. Like, they were... Exactly, like and like they didn't like yeah, make like, the like Lennon entire. And McCartney wrote the songs, exactly. and Michael Jackson wrote the songs, but like there's no thriller or maybe... beat it without Quincy Jones. Yeah, you know. And then there's guys like, like he, he created yeah. that kick drum and that snare, you yeah. know, like, um, 
But with yeah. with with hip hop, um, it's like especially with guys like G Dilla, it's like they made the beat, they made the instrumental, that is their that is their baby, that is their track, and it's like it's it's weird to me because whenever like we like especially with J Dilla specifically. And I honestly think, like, the way... Because Jay Dilla was so influential as a producer, like, is the reason why we're having this conversation of, like, what is a, what is a producer even, you know? Because guys like Jay Dilla had their own sound and their own influence that it's really hard to say whether yeah. it's, like, a Jay Dilla track or it's a, it's an Erica Badu track or is a track by The Roots because it's, like, well, Jay Dilla made the beat, so it's, like... But is, so is it his track or is it And it's, his, like, in hip-hop, it's, it's, in hip-hop, it's, like, because... Producers have become become synonymous uh, synonymous with like songwriters with composers. Mm-hmm. It's like the engineer mm-hmm. has become has taken over the role of what used to be the producer's role, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the producers become the producers became or composers became producers and and the producers became the engineers or something mm-hmm. like because um, like how can you even call someone a producer if they made a beat send send it out to an artist and they record it in another studio without the supervision of the creator of the beat mm-hmm. and I still call them a producer when a producer used to be the guy behind the boards in the studio producing the recording session right Usually it was, yeah, like, it was definitely clear in the times, like, in the 60s, and, like, the Beatles, it was clear who were the the writers and who were the performers of the music, and the ones who mixed it and organized the session, those were the producers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, um, it's very conflated. Hip-hop is very confusing. I notice this when I tell people outside of hip-hop that I'm a producer or they like don't necessarily understand what I mean but if I say I'm a hip-hop composer I always feel like I'm a hip-hop poser you know what I mean it's like it's like uh if you if you say a word if you if you put it like that it almost feels like you're I agree I completely agree I don't know because like I don't I never have wanted to use that label of like I'm a hip-hop producer because it's like that implies that I'm, like, in the studio or something, like, with other... In, and I don't know if this is more because of the way hip-hop has sort of evolved, or maybe it's because of the internet, or or or, or what have both. you, but... Yeah, like, it's just the way this is kind of evolved is, like, it's, it's way different. Like, there's current tracks, and I don't want to name names, that I'm, like, in the process of maybe producing for a few rappers... But the only reason, like, the only contact we've ever had is, like, just through SoundCloud. It's just because I've sent some beats to some other rappers, and I'm like, hey, would you like this? And they were like, oh, hey, yeah, I totally want to use this. And that's it. <laughs> like, that's that's the only contact we have. And, I mean, they they, if you tr- they put it on SoundCloud for free, so they don't make any money off of it. So, it's, like, one of those things that, like, I'm not super upset about them paying me or anything, but... It's like, neither of us are making money off of it, so. If something like that blows up, you have to actually... I know, that's the only thing. I, I really... It would be good to have, like, um... Really doubt that, but, you know, Get I your can... rights covered in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, so this was episode eight, and um, subscribe. We're on uh, Facebook, obviously. We're on Twitter at Kick Knowledge at Kick Lower Dash Knowledge. I should I should say. Um, <clears throat> of course, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, on Mixcloud. Anyway, make sure to uh, make sure to subscribe, follow us. All right, peace.